Welcome to another episode of Off Days with Sergio and GP. In this show, we take our off days to discuss topics ranging from cannabis to travel stories. So I lied. That story I told in the Dion Waiters episode actually was not my worst edible story. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we have edible experiences. We have safe ways to travel with edibles all wrapped into one story today. And I really feel like the reason I forgot this story is because it kind of gives me PTSD. Like My life was almost different as I currently know it. We if probably this story had transpired into a to the negative, it could have. We probably wouldn't be sitting here <laughs> live podcasting. More than likely, we would not. If uh, things would have got a little fuzzy. So why don't you give the people a rundown of the story, give them the rundown of how it all started and uh, and how it played out. All right. Well, I graduated from Texas Tech University last December. And I stayed at school for a couple of days, just kind of like a last minute partying with friends, you know, like this is our last days together for real. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stay for a couple of days, see all my friends, party for a few more times, then I'll go home. And I really wasn't looking forward to going home either, moving back home with my parents. But I was driving back from Lubbock two days later after graduation, and I had brought some celebration edibles with me. Some that I had from Colorado and then some that I had from, that I cooked myself. And I was, I had just won a competition at Texas Tech University for this entrepreneurship competition. And I won $2,000 from the competition. And I had people, family, friends in Houston and some in like the San Antonio area that had helped me with the competition, like help promote it and all that type of stuff so I wanted to give them a gift like just as a token of my appreciation and the way I know best to do that is by making a shit ton of edibles there's nobody more thankful than Mary Jane (laughs) I'm saying there's no better way to say thank you than make somebody a pan of edibles so I had probably about three pounds four pounds worth from Colorado which is cross-state trafficking for those you don't know so Try your best not to bring, I know a lot of people do, and you still will, but just be extremely careful when you cross state lines in the United States of America with a drug that's, quote-unquote, drug, is legal in one area and not legal the next area. Definitely. So I have that, and then I have two pans. Are the P's and V's hard on this? Do you hear that? It could be sometimes. It's it's usually that you need to put them. The P's, huh? Are we going to, how we you want to chop this out? I'll just chop it out. It's fine. All right. It's like if it's at your chin uh-huh. rather than right at your mouth. Okay. You know, because then if you speak, the, the P's and B's kind of go over the mic. Okay. Rather than directly into it. I got you. Sorry, guys, if the P's and B's were hard, I now know how to better speak into the mic. <laughs> but I'm driving home from Texas Tech, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to get through this drive. It's a nine-hour drive about to South Houston from Lubbock. And so I'm just driving along, and in road trip fashion, how I've always done really since I started going to college. I stopped by the side of the street. I rolled up on the side of the road by like one of those like rest areas that they have or whatever. And then I lit a joint 
in like a small one. So I was probably smoking a total of like eight minutes in my car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And going like 70 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour with the windows rolled down and stuff, trying to do stupid shit as smart as possible. Yeah. And so I'm smoking, I put it out, or I throw it out, it's done or whatever. And then about 35 minutes later, I get caught in a speed trap. Damn. And I got caught in the speed trap at the worst possible way. There's a sheriff coming towards me on the uh, uh, coming from the opposite way and it goes from 75 to 60 which 75 I've driving 80 so it goes from 75 to 60 in seconds and then I cross paths with him literally at the sign Damn. so I don't know what to do but I hit the brakes to slow down some but I'm driving an 04 expedition that if let me light this real quick I'm driving an 04 Expedition to where if I hit the brakes a little bit hard, my ABS system kicks in and my and my car will screech, like come yep. to a screeching halt. Yeah, and an ABS system, for those who don't know, is an auto brake system. So it essentially sends your car into like full lock. Exactly. And so my car locked and I skid it in the street going from like 60 miles an hour to <coughs> probably like two. So this was on the highway? <laughs> so you skidded from 60 miles an hour to 2 miles an hour in the middle of the highway? In the middle of the highway with only a cop in sight. So that uh, is definitely a good way to get in the attention of any <laughs> officer in the nearby surroundings. So he pulls over. He pulls me over, obviously, like with good reason, really. All right, I'll chop this out. Dude, the mic's like so much better. Yeah, it was like a really high pitch. It's better now? Yeah, it's a lot better now. I think it was just the headphone volume was too high. Oh, okay, okay. <coughs> But, but yeah, so he pulls me over with very good reason, and it is very unfortunate, because I have just smoked, which I actually, the smell was completely gone, like completely gone, because he told me it didn't smell like anything, and that, and, but at that point, I had just finished finals, because I'm only two weeks out of graduation, I had probably had finals three days before that, but to be honest, I'd probably been taking Adderall for like a week straight to study. A college life been there. Yeah, so to where, all right, I've missed these classes for the past two months. Let me learn two months of information in a weekend. Yeah, I mean, so some cases overnight. Overnight, yeah, you just never know. It's, life comes at you fast. Gotcha. But especially when you have other more important things to do. But that's another story. Like bake edibles for your friends. Ex- dude, <laughs> to say thank you. Exactly. Or win an entrepreneurship competition for $2,000. Yeah, which was way more important. <laughs> exactly. So this cop, he pulls me over, he's talking to me. And I bring up the Adderall because my eyes are kind of bloodshotish, probably. And it's not really from the weed. I didn't even smoke enough for it to have made. And my eyes would have been low. It wouldn't have been like bloodshot. They're bloodshot because Adderall makes your eyes super intense. It's like it's illegal methamphetamine from the U.S. government. So That's exactly what it. <laughs> so I, I'm driving, and then my eyes are bloodshot. I swerve in the street. The cop pulls me over. I'm black. I'm in West Texas. I'm in a pretty blacked out expedition, and I have my whole entire life in the back of the car because I had just moved out of my apartment, moving back home to my parents' house for what I thought was going to be two weeks. God, it ended up being 11 months, 10 Damn. months, 10 months. So don't guys don't feel bad if life doesn't always happen as fast as you want it to. And also don't rush out of your parents' house if, you, if it's not in the right moment. Unless they're impeding your dreams, then get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they're supportive, stay in that bitch as long as possible. <laughs> okay, 
But so I'm driving. I've swerved already. I'm sorry. I keep backtracking just so you guys remember. And the cop asked me at this point to step out of my vehicle because I'm shaking because I'm talking to the police and I know the amount of edibles I have in my car. And I'm in West Texas, like the scariest place to be a black man getting stopped over by the police. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think this wasn't your average. Uh, what do you call it? A a DWB. Mm-hmm. Driving while black? No, yeah. it definitely was not a DWB. <laughs> I, he had good reason to pull me over. Definitely. Because my car swerved like that. Yeah, of course. And you're f- slamming on the brakes in the highway. I mean, But I, the thing is, I wasn't slamming. Oh, the I didn't even have to slam. It was an 04. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. So, like, the brakes weren't good, probably. And it, it, ha- it automatically locks. So, it wasn't my fault. I literally, my car ended its life because of... Locking like that. Okay, so at this I got point, got in a wreck because my brakes probably actually probably were not safe. So at this point, you have about three pounds of edibles in the back seat. No, about six. Six pounds of edibles yeah. in the back seat, and you are about to hop out of the vehicle. What's going through your mind? Uh, <laughs> it's I I don't do this, but it's this is the time when people like promise God shit. <laughs> you oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I promise you, I'll never watch porn again if I get out of this situation. <laughs> I'm deleting Pornhub from my history right fucking now. I promise you I'll I'll never have, um uh, like, non-marital sex ever again I'll if you just get me out of this one position, God. I will never miss Kanye's Sunday service ever <laughs> oh again. My. I'll watch Joe Osteen every week. <laughs> no, but I'm walking to the side of the street because he asked me to step away from the vehicle. So I'm standing on the side of the highway. Um, people going like 80 past me, like, ah, look at this nigga on the side of the street, like fucked up. But I'm on the side of the street and he's asking me, so there's nothing in your car, right? I said, no. He said, do I have permission to search your car? I, I said, you, you don't smell, you never smell any drugs, anything like that. He said, I have probable cause because you swerved and you're, and how you looked. This is where the race card was pulled. <laughs> so I, I say, um, I'm sorry, officer, if there's something about my appearance that makes me look intoxicated. Like, I just slipped in my appearance, and I saw his, uh, his face change. And he was like, no, 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 it has nothing to do with that. But your eyes do, he's like, he's like but if I, don't, if I didn't know you, and I came and talked to you, and I thought that, I would think that you were intoxicated. That's how he put it to me, and that's a fair statement because I'm sure my eyes did look intoxicated. Like yeah. he's really doing everything right at this point. Yeah. Like I have, I'm not the biggest. Like I don't like cops the most in the world. <laughs> to put yeah, it, so they're to not your it, favorite thing they're ever. Not, they're not like you know what I mean. It's yeah, not Rick and Morty. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like, but but at the same time, he was right in the situation because my eyes probably did look like that because I hadn't slept in days. Yeah. Or like for like over the course of like a week probably. Yeah. And that Adderall pump is real. For those who haven't taken it after you've had a, a final binge of Adderall, your mouth is dry, your eyes are red, your You're just skin, unhealthy. Your skin looks Yeah, clammy. you look unhealthy. Yeah, you look exactly. sick and you are sick. Exactly. <laughs> so because of that I am on the side of the bo- on the side of the road with him about to search my car, and I said, "No, you cannot search my car." He said, "Okay, but I'm going to take my dog out of the back seat, and if my dog smells anything, I'm going to take everything in your car out." Damn! Now my heart dropped. <laughs> I'm sitting here. Oh my god, there's a dog. I don't know how dogs smell shit and through edibles. I don't know what the process. I know they can smell that oil though. There's no way they can't smell that yeah, THC yeah, oil. For sure. And on top of that, I had flour in there. 
So I said, no, sir, please don't take the dog out because I don't want you to take everything out of my car. I have an eighth. And this is my free game for you guys. In my blog, I like to insert free game. And everything I do, I try to insert a little bit of free game if I can give it to you guys. And my free game right now is if you're going to transport any types of large amounts of marijuana, edibles, flour, whatever it's going to be, leave a believable amount somewhere else in the car. And if the cop knows that there's weed in that car for any reason, give it to him. Give him that amount. Give him that eighth. Because a lot of times, a lot of cops out there will stop at the first thing they find. Yeah, and most cops don't want to spend their entire afternoon emptying your vehicle. They don't want to do that. Exactly. Exactly. They don't want to do that. And so because of that, just give them a believable amount. Even if it's a couple grams, like, they'll believe that. They'll believe that a couple grams is all the average person has, especially a just-graduated college student. Clear, all my stuff was in the back of my car. And with the Texas Tech thing around the... I have a student ID. Like, there's no way I was lying about being a Texas Tech student. And so he believed that that's how much I had. So I said, sir, it's on the side of my backpack. I can go get it for you. He's like, no, I'll go get it. He finds that. Probably about four pieces because I probably had like ten pieces, including vapes and pipes and all that stuff in my car. And at that point, he's like, damn, this kid has a lot. He might actually have more. I could see it going through his eyes and through his, like, on his face. But then... There's a dab pen sitting on the dashboard of my car, but it was one of those Crayola-looking ones. So you couldn't, you had no, it could literally easily be just like a tobacco one. Yeah, you had to pretty much be looking for it to find it. You're not going to stumble upon that. And he asked me if I had dab pens, and I said no. And I honestly forgot I had that dab pen because he said, I'll let you go if you have a couple grams or even like a small amount of one of those dab pens. To me, it sounds like he wanted to smoke that shit himself. Yeah, possibly. But at the same time, he just he also didn't want to arrest. He he seemed like a genuine guy, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like yeah. this cop seemed like a reasonable guy. He had to have been a reasonable guy for that situation to go the way Definitely. it did. So I said no. And he goes and grabs it. He's like, So this is all you have? I know he didn't believe me. But he saw how much stuff was in that 04 expedition. Like, dude, I had like thirty plus bags in there. An entire college existence. And I, my whole entire life was in there. Yeah. Through five, six moves. So he didn't want to pull that shit out. He gave me a $500 ticket after I had probably just said the Lord's Prayer about 20 times on the side of the street. I think I prayed for the next, like, three hours after that between calling my friends and telling them about this story, dude. To this day, I still shake a little bit thinking about the fact that, like, my life was almost over that day. Because for those of you who also don't know, if they find those edibles, they are not going to waste their time figuring out how much weed was put in them. They're going to charge you the weight of that bread. Exactly. So it could be a one milligram brownie of THC. But if they find out, but if the brownie itself weighs one pound, the crime is that they charge you for having one pound of marijuana. And it's not marijuana. It's a controlled substance. It's a controlled substance. It's a a, a harsher penalty. Yes. And dab pins, controlled substance. For those of you who also don't know, felonies in about... 20 states now, and still misdemeanors in many more states. So, guys, just know your local laws, please, especially if you're from Texas. If you're from any southern state, really, at this point, you need to be very careful with any type of oil remnants of marijuana because that stuff is a controlled substance. And in an edible, 
it weighs so much more. Yeah, and the yeah, they don't the penalties haven't caught up with what the actual crime is. So you will again can't make this clear enough. If you have a one milligram THC brownie, they weigh it as if it's a whole brownie and they charge you with the weight of the brownie. So that's why guys I say I had six pounds because I had two full pans and Colorado edibles, which like I said earlier, cross state trafficking if you have enough. So guys, be very careful bringing back edibles, whether you're flying, whether you're, it's, it's honestly, in my opinion, safer to fly with them. Probably it's quicker. TSA it's quicker. Yeah, exactly. And then they're not really looking for that. And they look like a lot of candies. So a lot of people put them in candy bags. Like you can buy stuff that looks like lifesavers exactly. and just put it or peach rings and just put the peach rings in an actual peach ring bag. And there's no way unless they had a dog come sniff you personally that they could catch that. I think another piece of free game we could hand out would be um, when you're going to do embark on a journey like we're describing. Yeah. At the very least, do your due diligence in what the penalties are involved in right. each state for what you're doing. So yeah. at least you have a clear picture. You yeah. never want to be caught by surprise when the officer looks at you and says, well, it looks like you have seven pounds of marijuana. Yeah. And you're like, no, I have... And you, admitted it, and you admitted it to them or something like that. Sir, I just have three brownies in the back. No, that's not just three brownies in those in the eyes of Texas. I it, promise you. Exactly. It ends up being a quarter pound. Yeah, of, you end up being a criminal Yes, is what it ends up being. So be in these safe situations, lie to police and keep, I can't, I don't know if I'm supposed to say, tell these people to lie to the police, but keep a believable amount of marijuana on you, like I said, so you can always just hand that over. Because if you're caught, you're already caught. So yeah. give that little piece up for the overall W. I got charged five hundred dollars instead of getting charged fifteen thousand and possibly doing three to five. Yes. Yeah, so um, always be safe and remember, at the end of the day, no matter how reasonable the cop may seem, ninety nine percent of the time they, when they're pulling you over, it's because they don't have your best interest in mind. They are trying to find something. So <laughs> never assume. Oh, this is a nice guy. Let me it let him in on a little more info than he should know. Especially they will you, charge you for it. Especially if you check the back of your hand and it's dark. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Always check the back of the hand. Always before check making the back. Like look at the back of the hand and it'd be like, oh shit, it's still dark. <laughs> <laughs> can't tell. Him. I can't. I can't. I can't tell the truth. Yes. I mean, I think between you know traveling and driving with those types of uh, substances, THC edibles, oils, whatever it is, if you're in in Desperate need to do it would be the only time I would recommend doing it. Ship it. Yeah. Or, yeah, shipping it as possible. I mean, especially with the CBD market as, as the way it is now, it's, it's almost impossible to distinguish a difference through mail. So I guess we could leave this one with just the, the quick reminder to stay safe when you're doing stupid things. We like to have a little saying on the podcast. It's uh, do stupid things in the smartest way possible. As smart as possible because... If you're doing stupid stuff, stupid ways, you're going to get stupid consequences. <laughs> exactly. You're going to get yourself caught. Because you, st- I'm telling you guys, I still shake from this story. This shit is terrifying. So that's probably, I mean, I would follow you up with another story of a time I've almost gotten caught, but I seem to have been born with the, the luck of the Irish. I've never <laughs> been in a scenario where I've almost been caught by a police officer. Never. Look, partly because I always had comfortable places where I was able to smoke, mm-hmm. like a friend's house whose parents were cool yeah. or something along those lines. So I yeah. never really had to be traveling with it. So 
guess we'll end it at your horror story of the time you almost got caught, but the, the, the well, what should we call it? The safety stash saved the day. Safety stash. Keep the safety stash on you. Safety stash ready to go. We'll sign out here. Appreciate Thank you guys listening, man. Peace. GP here, thanking you for tuning in to another episode of Off Days.